Uh, thank you, Peter. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. It is, of course, more than the usual privilege to address this meeting today. As Peter has already said, this is a special moment in the history of the company. This is our 100th anniversary, 100 years since the company was formed. Not surprisingly, we've been reflecting a little on our history. I believe it's of great value to look at world events over the last 100 years and learn from them. And one thing stands out. Whilst today's challenges are very real, we've overcome far worse situations in the past. BP has been and remains an organisation operating at the frontiers of the energy industry. Our technology and capability allow us to take on challenges that others cannot or choose not to confront, securing new access to resources now as in the past, from Iran 100 years ago to the Canadian Arctic today. But operating at the frontiers is not without risks, as we've tragically experienced again this month. Yesterday, I attended the very moving memorial service in Aberdeen for the victims of the helicopter crash. And that tragedy is a sharp reminder that even today we cannot take safety for granted. And our thoughts and prayers are with the families and friends of those who died. Over the last decade, BP has assembled an excellent portfolio of assets. Our job today is to realize their full potential in the face of today's uncertain environment. It is not by chance that BP has thrived for so long. The ingenuity of our people has led to our success, and that gives me great confidence with which to face the future. A year ago, I addressed you for the first time as the CEO of BP. At the time, we faced a real competitive challenge, and we needed to up our game. We set out a plan to deliver safe and reliable operations, to restore revenues and reduce the complexity and cost structure of BP. We've done exactly that. Today, I believe we're well positioned to face the current economic environment and to turn it into an opportunity that going forward will set us apart from our competition. But let me begin with an overview of last year. 2008 was a record year for BP. Replacement cost profit reached $25.6 billion, up 39% on 2007. Net cash from operating activities was $38 billion, up over 50% on the previous year. Dividends paid per share rose by 30% to $0.55 cents per share versus 2007. With our operations restored, we benefited from record high oil prices that more than compensated for the fall in the global average refining margin to $6.50 a barrel, down from almost $10 a barrel in 2007. Based on the past year's results, I'm glad to see that BP has restored its competitive performance. And that's no mean achievement when you think about the year that's just passed. Over the last two years, our focus has been on realizing the full potential of our asset base. Our number one priority of safe and reliable operations has been vital to underpinning our restored competitive performance. 
the number of major incidents involving process safety has continued to decrease and our personal accident and injury track record continues to improve. The tragic helicopter accident in the North Sea is a graphic reminder of the inherent risks in this business. A persistent focus on safe and reliable operations will remain our first priority. In ENP, we successfully grew production in line with guidance, the only one of the majors to do so. Underlying production, excluding the effects of high oil prices on our entitlements under production sharing contracts, was up 5%. We started up nine major projects and made good progress on controlling costs. We achieved more than 100% reported reserve replacement for the 15th consecutive year and also delivered resource replacement of more than 200%, a performance that puts us amongst the very best. In refining and marketing, despite a tough environment, we made good progress in closing half of the competitive performance gap. We rebuilt full economic capability at both the Texas City and Whiting refineries. The fuel value chains were fully established and we made significant progress in simplifying our marketing footprint. Our international businesses delivered a very strong performance despite the world economic slowdown. At a corporate level, we began to reduce the complexity and cost base of our overhead. By the end of 2008, we'd reduced our organization by around 3,000 people and are on track to exceed our original target of 5,000 by the middle of 2009. We've also eliminated nearly 20% of the senior positions. Overall, we made good progress and the operational momentum is feeding through to the bottom line. Set against our main competitors, we have strong financial momentum. An underlying increase in net income of 39% is well ahead of all of our competitors and the operational cash flow is even more so. Our goal now is to maintain this momentum as we face the challenge of the current economic climate and lower oil prices. Of course, it's not only about today's results. It's also about the foundations for future growth. And 2008 was, in that respect, a year of real strategic momentum. We achieved 13 new field discoveries, the most significant of which are shown on this map. Exploration had one of its most successful years in the past decade. It included discoveries in the Gulf of Mexico, Angola, Algeria, Egypt and the North Sea. We also completed the Libyan deal, which serves to highlight the strength and breadth of our exploration portfolio. We achieved significant new access to both undeveloped resources and new exploration acreage, particularly in North America. We were the successful bidder on three exploration licenses, totaling 6,000 square kilometers in the Arctic Canadian offshore continental shelf. This is a particularly exciting prospect for the future, potentially containing some 20% of the world's yet to find hydrocarbons. In the middle of last year, we extended our footprint in our North American gas business through two new deals with Chesapeake. Strategically, this gives us a material position in three top tier shale basins and creates a balanced portfolio of conventional gas tight gas, coal bed methane, and now shale gas in the world's biggest natural gas market. 
we have a world-class resource base and our improving track record for executing projects gives us real confidence for the future. Last year, we said we expected to grow production to 2012 and that we could maintain it out to 2020 from existing projects. The picture is quietly and steadily improving. We now expect to grow production between 1 and 2% out to 2013 based on existing projects and have the potential to continue the growth to 2020. Linking now to our downstream business, we concluded the Orsands deal with Husky. A key aspect of the deal was to create an integrated position with high quality upstream resources linked to an upgraded US refinery, allowing BP to capture the full value chain. We've just begun the upgrade of the Whiting refinery. Repositioning Whiting towards heavy crude oil means it can take full advantage of Canadian differentials and the light heavy spread and will shift the yield of the refinery to higher value products. And finally, in biofuels, we started production from our joint venture in Brazil. This is the largest single investment in Brazilian biofuels by an international oil company. And despite the economic downturn, we believe that a disciplined approach to alternative energy continues to offer good opportunity. So, not only have we closed our competitive performance gap, but we're very well positioned now for the future. Of course, as Peter has already said, we face the immediate challenge of the current economic climate and lower oil prices. In line with the increase in oil prices, illustrated by the green line on the chart, we've seen a steady increase in costs. Since 2004, when the oil price was at a comparable level to today, our cost base has increased by about 50%. At BP, we started our drive to counter cost inflation some 18 months ago and managed to halt that inflationary trend in 2008, despite the continued rise in oil prices for most of the year. The challenge for BP and for the industry now is to bring this cost base down and to do this fast to align with the new market conditions. We've been working with our suppliers to improve efficiency by finding better ways to execute activity with one important caveat. Safe and reliable operations come first, whatever cost efficiency measures we undertake. And we continue to advance the safety and reliability of our operations through implementing our operating management system, something that is fundamental to creating a culture of continuous improvement within BP. Our aim in 2009 is to begin to roll back the inflationary trend by driving deflation into our business. Over the last few months, we've already seen sharp drops in the price of steel and petrochemicals. Our approach will be a proactive one, based on the actions we took in 2008 and the deflation we can already see entering our supply chain, we expect our costs to fall by around $2 billion in 2009. So, in this volatile environment, we've kept a steady focus on what we said we would do. Our goal is clear, to continue to invest for long-term growth whilst retaining our focus on safe and reliable operations, paying the dividend, and driving deflation into our cost base. At BP, we have a mantra. Every dollar counts, every seat counts and we intend to follow it through. 
We have strong momentum on cost and operations. Production is expected to continue to grow and refining availability is expected to be materially higher in 2009 than in 2008. These underlying business improvements are expected to add to our cash flows in 2009. We have a strong balance sheet and based on our current plans, we expect cash inflows and outflows in 2009 to balance at an oil price of around $60 a barrel. That break-even point should continue to fall as we realize the benefits of our operational momentum and our action on costs. Compared to some competitors, we're less exposed to high-cost assets. Our continued focus on technology is vital to support increased production and reduce costs. We remain confident in our ability to strike the right balance for our shareholders between continued investment for long-term growth, delivering returns today via the dividend, and prudent management of our gearing levels. So despite the current environment, I believe we're in a good position and there's plenty to be optimistic about. No doubt 2009 will be a challenging year, but one that will meet head-on and turn to our advantage. Our strategy is an enduring one. We're delivering upstream growth. Production is expected to grow again this year. In the downstream, the turnaround is underway. Operational momentum has been restored, and we expect to see the benefit of this in 2009. Costs are expected to fall further, and we expect underlying revenues to continue to grow. At BP, the future has not been cancelled. We've been here for 100 years, and our resolve is as strong as ever. I'm confident that BP can face the next 100 years with pride and a renewed sense of purpose. So in the reviewing the year just gone, I think about BP as a company that has 100 years behind it and very many more ahead of it. I'm proud of the progress we've made and I'm proud of the people in BP who've made it possible. Their skill and dedication has been exemplary in tough times and I'd like to thank everyone who's worked so hard. I'd also like to extend my personal thanks to Peter. Not only has he been the longest serving chairman in BP's history, but his involvement with the company goes back almost 20 years. Peter was first a director of BP in 1990, and he's brought many things to BP, including, of course, his unparalleled geopolitical expertise. He left us for a few years to be the first chairman of the World Trade Organization, where he played the critical role in implementing the agreements which underpin today's global free trade. He returned to BP and became chairman in 1997. Peter has overseen one of the most dynamic periods in the company's development, including the transformational mergers with Amoco and Arco and Burma Castrol. He's worked alongside four chief executives. From a personal perspective, Peter's been a tremendous coach and supporter over the last few years during what was not always the easiest of times. He'll step down before next year's AGM, I think you heard a firm commitment to that effect, and will go with enormous thanks and respect from right across BP. We will all miss him enormously. So to conclude, 2008 has been a good year at the end of a fascinating century. I hope that today I've given you a sense of the progress we're making and the confidence with which we're facing the future. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you.